0: With Conair Bomb available at Walgreens. In my family, at least, there is a lot of hormone imbalance. And my mom, her hormones were very off before she passed. So I started hormone therapy a couple years back. Hair loss, fatigue, difficulty with losing weight. That's all the stuff that I was going through. So when I started it, it just, it
3: has changed my life as Latinas and as our moms were older, like we didn't talk about Dolores or Comezon. So now that we know what we need, more people are going to realize that we need to have this treatment.
0: Hello and happy Monday to all my lovely listeners. I am so happy you're tuning in to another episode of Cheekies and Chill. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I'm going to share my experience with hormone therapy. This is a topic I've spoken about before, but it's always been a pretty brief conversation, and I want to dive into it a little deeper because I keep getting asked about it. And after my experience, we'll dive into a QA with an OBGYN. She'll tell us all about the pros and cons and everything in between, so be sure to stay tuned for that. All right, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Cheekies and Chill. First things first, I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing my experience with hormone therapy. If this is something you think you'd benefit from, you should absolutely consult with your doctor to see if it's right for you. All I can say is hormone therapy has been a game changer for me, and so I wanted to come on here and share my journey with you guys. That's it. It's important to note that there are different kinds of hormones and different types of treatments. Some women use hormone therapy for menopausal symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats, and mood swings, and others like me— Use it for, well, I went in for weight loss, to be honest. (laughs) But also because I felt very tired. I was feeling so exhausted. I was achy. It was just the weirdest thing. It almost felt like I was in menopause, but without the hot flashes. So that's why I went in. And I was just frustrated, you guys, because I wasn't able to lose weight. And I was like, I'm on this keto diet. I am working out very hard. And I'm not losing as much weight as I'd like. So when I went in, sure enough, they drew my blood and yep, there it was. I had a hormone imbalance. And also one of the reasons that I went was because my mom, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you guys, but my mother, the last few months of her life was also on hormone therapy. And that's how she lost a lot of weight. Mind you, she was also doing this like very vigorous, crazy ass diet, which I don't know which one it is, but I know that the hormone therapy helped her so much. So anyways she went into the doctor and they drew her blood and her doctor told her that she had the hormones of an 80 something year old woman. And mind you, she was 40 something. So it runs in our family. And not only did I find out that I had very high estrogen and very low testosterone, but my thyroid was out of whack. That's something else that runs in my family, but I didn't get it until like a few years ago, like in my early thirties, you guys. So it's important, in my opinion, that you guys see your doctor and take this very seriously. Some of the signs of having a hormone imbalance is hair loss, fatigue, difficulty with losing weight, your, your body aches, especially like your knees and your feet and things like that. Those are all signs and those, that's all the stuff that I was going through. So when I started it, it just it it has changed my my life. You guys like I I just felt instantly better. Like I was doing the little drops. It gave me drops. There's creams of testosterone and like little drops. I would just put it in my inner wrist and rub it every morning and it would just give me energy and it would give me strength. And not only that, but even like my sex drive, you guys changed completely. Like the doctor told me, okay, how do you feel? Are you like? ready to like get it on and you know are you moist down there I'm like well yeah I'm, I'm pretty moist like I'm pretty yeah we're good down there <laughs> uh, he's like okay cool I was like well I'm young it's not like you know I'm dry but it it, I, it was just kind of like okay well yeah it's not like I'm all like yeah ready you know so he's like oh, okay it's because a good thing is that it's not like you know you're not too bad because you're not dry you know your your juices are still flowing But once you start this hormone therapy, you're going to just be more excited about it. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And I was more excited about it, about sexy time, you know. So anyways, that's another sign, you guys, especially for women, even men, even like men start losing testosterone at a certain age. And again, like with everything in our food, you guys, even the air that we breathe sometimes, it just really like gets us out of balance. So it's important that you get it checked out. It's all just blood work and they will tell you where you're at. And, and dudes, too, like sometimes dudes get to a point where it's like, damn, I go to the gym and, and my muscles aren't growing as fast as, as I'd like or, you know, my penis is happy, but not that happy. And those are signs of maybe you need a little bit more testosterone. So it's nothing bad. It's nothing like to be embarrassed about, I think. A lot of women especially feel like, oh, shit, like if I it's going to make me less of a woman if I do this or if I admit that I have a hormone imbalance. And I'm like, no, it's changed my life. It's helped me lose weight. My hair is growing more now. I have a lot more energy when I work out. I'm lifting a little bit heavier now. I feel good, like my muscle mass, like my legs are looking good again. That's another thing. My cellulite, you guys, was out of fucking control. Like I was like, what is happening? I work out so much. And it was because I had so much damn estrogen. Granted, you know, cellulite is hereditary. I even see it on very thin girls, you know, that if you just if it runs in your family, it's you can't get around it. You know, I I do massages and everything, but it's gotten a lot better. You guys where I don't feel as shy to be in like, you know, a two piece or to show my nalgas at the beach, you know, now I'm like, whatever, because it's gotten a lot better. So it all has to do with like hormone therapy. And this is something that a lot of women don't even know. Don't even think about when they're thinking like, why am I so damn tired? Why is my hair falling? Why can't I lose weight? Like, yes, it has a lot to do, especially when it comes to like the weight loss part of it. You have to make a lifestyle change, you guys. Like you have to know, okay, Monday through Friday, I'm going to eat as healthy as I possibly can. And on the weekends, I'm going to indulge. I'm I'm not going to deprive myself. All of that has and plays a part. You know, working out, sweating every day, you guys, as much as you can, 20, 30 minutes a day. If you can't do every day to be at the gym, do twice a week, do three times a week, whatever it is that you can do, but get those toxins out of your body. So yes, all of that has a lot to do with weight loss. Absolutely. Nutrition and working out. But also, I was doing all of that, you guys. I had a trainer. I would train five times a week and shit was just not happening for me. And it had to do with my hormones. So this is why I'm telling you. Maybe that's why you're not feeling motivated to go to the gym. You don't, you just feel so exhausted and it's probably because you're low in testosterone. So in my experience, I just kind of felt it in my heart of hearts. Like I had remembered my mom mentioning her hormone imbalance. So I thought, well, maybe that's what's happening with me. Like maybe I need to get that checked out. So it was like a six cent sort of thing. And I just went for it and I just Googled and I found this doctor and he You can go to like your primary doctor and then they can tell you, okay, I'm going to recommend you this specialist, but it does have to be a hormone specialist, someone that does this day in and day out. And that's what I did. I I Googled and I found two. I actually was through a Zoom Zoom meeting, a Zoom appointment. And then I went in person because I'm more of like a in-person type of person. So I did interview two doctors and the one that I'm with now, I'm very happy with. And he's in Irvine and he's great. And what I really loved about my doctor in particular was he was very honest. He's very straight up. He takes testosterone. He's on hormone therapy. He said he had been on it for like more than 10 years and his wife as well. He's like, it's very common and it's so common. And it's so sad that a lot of people don't know about it. So I felt like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I like felt like, oh my God, my body, you know what I mean? And during that time, I was also kind of going through like my cysts and my ovaries. And I'm like, oh my God. But he also told me, oh my God, this is another thing before I forget. He's like, you're producing so much estrogen that that's probably why you're getting so many cysts in your ovaries. And it's your ovaries really saying like, hello, like you are ready to be a mother. But also it's the estrogen That's going on in your body that you should be more fertile, but because you have these cysts, it's not helping you get pregnant That's another thing you guys. Oh my god Now if i'm ready to get pregnant, then I would have to lay off the testosterone So it's all important to be informed completely with your doctor where you're at in your life If you're done having kids, you got to let him know that if you want to have kids You got to let them know that if it's just for weight loss, you got to let them know that like be completely honest Like when I started hormone therapy, I was like, no i'm good I just want to get myself leveled out. I want to get myself balanced I'm not trying to have kids right now, which is why I think he gave me like the dose that he gave me of testosterone. But now if I want to start having a baby towards the end of the year, then he's going to have to like really completely take me off or lower it. That's something that I have to figure out with him. But he was very, very clear about how common this is, you guys. And it's not that something's wrong with us, although kind of because it's like, okay, what's happening? It has a lot to do with our food, you guys, a lot to do with our food nowadays. Our food is injected with preservatives and additives and crazy things and hormones. This is why I'm always one to like, especially my poultry, my meat, my chicken, all that. I try to get it organic, grass-fed, all that stuff. Just because a lot of chicken, especially, you guys, is injected with hormones to make them grow faster. Because it's all like in demand, especially chicken. So for a long time, I stayed away from chicken. My doctor also told me to stay away from soy because a lot of it is GMO, which means genetically modified organism. And that's why it's like all this like gluten free and, you know, non GMO. I personally follow that because it really messed me up. You can have meat, but like be try to do a little bit more clean and organic if you can and vegetarian if possible. Not telling you to be completely vegetarian, but it is best to add more fruits and veggies So that you're not intaking so much hormone, especially like at restaurants and stuff like that. You know, if you can cook at home, cook at home. Like these are all things that he suggested. And of course, with my lifestyle, it's a little hard. But with the hormones and everything, like I feel like it hasn't really affected me even like when I'm out traveling, like it hasn't really affected me as much. So make sure you ask all the questions when you go see your doctor and tell them where you're at in your life. If you're done having kids and all that stuff, you know, it is very important to know that when going into to to see your, your hormone specialist. So going back to the whole low in testosterone thing, there are women that are high in testosterone and very low in estrogen, which means that's sometimes why, you know, some women grow more facial hair than others, or they have like a stronger body odor. Those are signs of like imbalanced hormones. So that's why it's important to go just check it out. And I just Googled you guys. I Googled and I was like, I need to find a hormone specialist and there are, Plenty. You just have to research in your area. And my doctor, he's out here in Irvine and he's amazing. So he gave me testosterone drops because you're supposed to lift weights so that your muscle grows so that you have less fat. So I was working out really hard and I just felt like I just was not retaining my muscle mass, which in turn I wasn't burning a lot of fat, you guys. So that I had to do with, I was low in testosterone. And estrogen, also, there's a lot of estrogen in soy, which is another reason why my doctor said stay away from soy, because when you're producing too much estrogen, you hold on to a lot of fat, especially that's for women, you know, to like take care of the baby, like to nourish the baby. You know what I mean? So it's like your mind in a way feels like you're pregnant. So you got to hold on to that. Anyways, I had a lot of estrogen and I was holding on to my fat like no other you guys. But I do suggest, highly suggest, women and gentlemen get it checked out. It's not that expensive, and it's definitely a great investment and completely worth it. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, Our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know.
2: Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como Enfermedad cardíaca Asma Diabetes Y tienes 19 años o más 52 36 42 Pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1855 213 2138 o visita prevnar20enespanol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre prevnar20. Alrighty,
0: guys. So, sitting here with me is Dr. Erica Montes. She's a board certified OBGYN based in Arizona. And she's also the creator of the bilingual health blog, The Modern Mujer. Dr. Montes, thank
3: you so much for being on. How are you? Thank you, honey, so much. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. So that way we can get evidence-based information out there to your community. And I appreciate you having me on.
0: Of course, of course, absolutely. I'm very excited because I mean, I just shared my experience with hormone therapy, but of course, I'm not a doctor. So I was like, I need to get someone here that knows and is going to give people solid information. So I mean, I guess we can start with what exactly is hormone therapy?
3: Yeah, so hormone therapy or menopausal hormone therapy is essentially medication, or treatment that we give people who are going through menopause. What does menopause mean? Menopause essentially is defined as when you no longer have a period for one full year. But even though we're talking about periods, you still can actually start having some menopausal symptoms even prior to no longer having a period.
0: Okay, yes, because I started hormone therapy a couple years back. And I feel like I'm still fairly young. But I know that there is in my family, at least A lot of hormone imbalance and my mom was her hormones were very off before she passed so she was on hormone therapy so that's what made me go because I started feeling a certain way and I started feeling tired and my hair started thinning just so many things so someone told me go get your hormones checked so it could be menopausal but you can like you just said like it could start as early as how old
3: Yeah, so I think the average age when patients start seeing more symptoms that we're used to, like when we think of menopause symptoms, such as like hot flashes, night sweats, inability to sleep, irritability, difficulty concentrating, you know, just a change in your quality of life, that typically happens, we would say between like 45 and 55 but we do tend to see that women even as young as 40 can be experiencing these symptoms. So it is important, like you said, I need to go get evaluated, go get your hormones checked, because mm-hmm. it definitely can can change your quality of life. And we want women who now that we know are living longer we kind of go through this like 40 to 50 year old change and we still possibly have 20 or 30 more years of life left. So we definitely want to make sure that we can have a good quality of life.
0: Absolutely. And do you think that maybe, Uh, a lot more women and even men are having hormone imbalances because of what's in our food? Or is that like a completely different conversation?
3: You know, I think I think that definitely has something to do with it, right? Like our society is like quick, 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 fast, fast, fast in terms of like, you know, we can go down the street and get food that obviously isn't the highest quality. It's obviously most of the time ultra processed. So I think our food, which in turn has different chemicals and possibly, uh, hormones as well can affect. Right. And then also we, we kind of tend to have also more of like a sedentary lifestyle where people are becoming more obese and that's also leading to hormone imbalances. So I think it's kind of like our society in general, But then, like I mentioned before, women are living longer, they're wanting to lead similar lifestyles to what they had in their earlier decades. And then that also contributes to women seeking out care and wanting to not feel the way that they're feeling.
0: Yeah, for sure. And what are things that people um, can, that you can tell them like, okay, there's something going on? Like, what are you know, knowing like, okay, my hormones might be off, like, what are some symptoms or signs?
3: Yeah. So I mean, I think most complaints that I get from patients, if it's not going to be the more common like hot flashes and night sweats, I'm going to see that patients are like, you know what, I just am so irritable. Like or I cry at the drop of a hat. I can't sleep anymore. Like I used to be able to sleep all night. And now I'm waking up at 1am and I can't go back to sleep. I feel like I have some brain fog. I feel like my I can't concentrate those kinds of things. So hormones are so important. And not only our female hormones or our sex hormones, but also hormones such as the thyroid and things like that. So when you are going to get evaluated for these symptoms, you also want to make sure that they're checking other hormones such as thyroid, which can sometimes overlap in symptoms.
0: Now that you mentioned uh, the thyroid, that's something that I've, I've been taking medication for that. And I now that I've lost weight, Can you go back or, like, stop your medication for thyroid? Or is it something that you have to take forever, for instance?
3: I would say most of the time, hypothyroidism or a thyroid disorder is going to be a lifelong medication. Because, I know, honey. Because... Whenever your thyroid is under functioning or overproducing, it, it can be from various things. But a lot of times, hypothyroidism can be from an, an autoimmune disorder, like great, mm-hmm. like um, Hashimoto's disease, something along those lines. So those antibodies are always going to be in your system, regardless of, of what you can unfortunately do. So most of the time, I would say this is going to be a lifetime medication.
0: Oh, I was hoping to hear something different. But I mean, or it's not. hereditary, I feel, just yeah. because my grandma just got her thyroid gland removed. And I have a couple of family members that are on thyroid medication as well. So, oh, well, okay, that was a question. that I just had a little side question for myself. But um, is this something that insurance covers, like hormone therapy?
3: Yeah, so overall, insurance does cover the more what I call traditional hormone therapy. And so what that means is like, hormones that are, quote unquote, like technically FDA approved. So that would be like the oral preparations, the, the patches, there's some uh, topicals like gels, those are all covered um, under insurance. Now there's other hormones that are in a different class called bioidentical hormones. And those um, essentially, for the most part, I would say more than 90%, 95% are not covered by insurance.
0: Okay, and how much can someone expect to pay for this type of treatment, roughly?
3: You know, I would say on average, most patients are paying between 30 to $50 a, a month. Mm-hmm. The different types of hormone therapies are going to be just generalized, like estrogen therapy, progesterone therapy, and then there's vaginal estrogen therapy or localized therapy for the, for the vagina or the, the genital area estrogen and progesterone therapy go hand in hand if a woman still has a uterus. But if you don't have a uterus, you can use what we call unopposed estrogen where we don't have to give you progesterone necessarily because you don't have a uterus that could start having thickening of the endometrium or the uterine lining. Mm -hmm. And then some women use the vaginal estrogen therapy just for what we call um genital urinal syndrome syndrome of menopause which essentially is like vaginal dryness painful intercourse those types of things so you can be using all three or you can use a combination of those
0: oh my goodness okay all right well now that explains it because i have endometriosis and i was producing a lot of estrogen so my hormone doctor put me on testosterone Which was weird because I'm like, okay, I feel like I started this in like my early 30s. And I'm like, what's going on with my body? But now that you're saying that, I didn't know that one had to do with the other endometriosis with like overproducing estrogen.
3: Yeah, so that's good. You brought up testosterone because testosterone technically is more that would be more in one of those bioidentical hormones Mm -hmm. because technically there's not a treatment that is FDA approved for testosterone therapy for for women. But essentially what happens is, is when you, we know that, and especially now that I'm focusing more on hormones in my new practice, you know, I do tend to see that as women kind of go into that menopausal realm, those, that testosterone level goes down. And sometimes some of the symptoms that I mentioned before they actually can be due to a lack or a, a, a deficiency in testosterone. Mm-hmm. So with endometriosis, it's, it's kind of different because we want to avoid estrogen because we know that estrogen feeds men up uh, endometriosis. And that's kind of like something that we want to avoid if we can. But progesterone can be a treatment for endometriosis. So you have to kind of do have a fine balance between what you're giving these patients, um, especially when they're kind of having those menopause symptoms.
0: I need to take a trip to Arizona. I need you to check me out, <laughs> please. Because <laughs> now I'm like, hold on. To... I need you to check all this, all this vulva we and could everything. Do t-
3: <laughs> fine. We could do it. Yeah, we could do an in-person telemed visit. It's fine, honey. It's perfect.
0: Yes, I think I'm going to take a little flight over there. It's only 45 <laughs> minutes or an hour or something like that. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times, on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver, I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know.
1: When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm Mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: State Farm Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca. Asma. Diabetes. Y tienes 19 años o más. 52. 36. 42. pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-800-552-1321 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20.
0: So your hormones eventually self-regulate or is this something that like, you, I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life?
3: So this is what happens when you when you start going through menopause, or kind of your body is showing signs of menopause. We know that your ovaries produce all three of the hormones, estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. As we get older, those cells don't function appropriately. And in the end, our ovaries almost become they, they essentially almost disappear. Like if we do surgery on patients who are like menopausal, like their ovaries are tiny, tiny little, little balls. Like they, you almost like don't see them. They're what we call, they become atrophic is what we call them in like medical terms. So essentially what happens is, is though, when you get, when you go through that change, you do need replacement obviously, if you don't have any severe contraindications, like you don't have a history of blood clots, you don't have a history of liver disease, um, you don't have a estrogen or progesterone dominant cancer, things like that, then giving you back those hormones is definitely something that will help you during that time. The societies essentially say, you know, give the, sh- the lowest dose for the shortest amount of time. And of course, obviously, what does that mean? Like, that's kind of like vague, and it's different for every individual, right? Most menopausal symptoms do last on average, they did a study, and it said about 7.4 years. Mm. So if you need hormone therapy during that time, I think that less than 10 years is very safe. But one thing that I tell patients is there's a difference between the systemic hormones that we talked about, which is the estrogen and progesterone or testosterone. And then there's that other vaginal estrogen therapy, which I think honestly, people need to be on that their whole life because that kind of helps with a lot of other different things. Like I said, painful intercourse, vaginal dryness, it can decrease your risk of UTIs, decrease your risk of vaginal infections. So you know, in a way, it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily be on like systemic hormones your, the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, have I had patients who are in their 80s and they're like, you better not take away my hormones, Dr. Montes? And I'm like, okay, lady, we're going <laughs> to keep them going. But yeah. because they, you know, they don't want that. But vaginal estrogen therapy is something that probably could be a lifetime hormone that you may need. Yes. I mean, once you stop them, you may feel some symptoms and, and some of the symptoms can return. But mm-hmm. by the time that mo- the majority of the symptoms are gone, I think it's going to you you won't feel as bad.
0: And see, that's something I had never heard of. So I'm so glad I'm speaking to you because I didn't know about, you know, the vagina hormonal because will it make me like more, um, aroused for the lack of a better word, like (laughs) hornier?
3: Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) So we know that, that vaginal estrogen therapy, and sometimes we even give a little bit of testosterone with it. We know that that can increase arousal to a certain extent, but you know, I, you can just tell the difference like between, like if I see a 60 year old woman and I, and, and she's on vaginal estrogen, um, therapy versus not being, I mean, it's the difference between me even being able to do like a speculum exam on them like they're so uncomfortable if they're not on therapy i see mm-hmm. an increase in infections an increase in like symptoms there's even a condition called um atrophic vaginitis where just because of the lack of estrogen you're having symptoms that you think are infections but it's actually just because you don't have estrogen uh-huh. and so there's so many conditions and there's so many things. And unfortunately, you know, as Latinas and as our moms were older, like they didn't, they would just think it was normal. Like they didn't bring it up or we didn't talk about like, you know, Dolores or Comezon, like things like that. And so I think, I think overall, it's one of those things where like, now that we know what we need, as we continue to age and we are bringing it out there to the forefront for our communities to know, now more people are going to start talking about it and more people are going to realize that it is necessary and we need to have this uh, treatment.
0: Yes, you guys. And that's what I'm here for and we're here for. And I just want it's something its very taboo in our culture. So get your cookie, your flour, your conchita, your torta, whatever you want to call it. You guys got to take care of it and you know. <laughs> Anyways, okay. And this is the last question, Dr. Montez. Um, Are there any risks or side effects that we need to worry about? And that's something I didn't even ask my own doctor, my hormone therapy uh, doctor. Like, is there is there a side like anything I
3: got to worry about? Yeah, that's a great question. So let me just do a quick little history of hormone therapy. So In the 80s and 90s, like everyone was like, "Woo, hormone therapy, we need to give them to patients, it's helping their quality of life, it's decreasing osteoporosis, it's um, decreasing their incidence of like cardiovascular disease, everyone gets hormones when they're going through menopause. And then in 2002, this major landmark study came out that included 27,000 postmenopausal women. And it shut down hormone therapy down. Because what happened was, is they basically saw, they showed that there was adverse outcomes, which included like an increase of cardiovascular disease, stroke, blood clots, and breast cancer. And all the doctors and all the patients were like, heck no, we're not taking hormones anymore. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what happened from that study is that two things happened, it basically caused an impact in the health and the and even in the economy and for these women because they were getting so bad that their quality of life wasn't good. And they actually couldn't work. And there was all these things happening kind of like in that realm. And then also, it essentially made these women like, just scared, right? Like, hey, we're not going to take hormones because of this new study. And what they found, though, is that after a few years, they kind of analyzed the data. And they said, you know what, these patients that were in this study, yeah, 27,000 but the average age was actually 63. So remember we talked about the, the, the average age that we tend to see patients that are symptomatic or with these symptoms, it's like right. 45 to 55. So these patients were a good like almost 10 years older than m- what we would typically consider menopausal. So yes, what they found was that this study, because of the age of the women in the study, it was showing the increased risk of cardiovascular disease, the increased risk of breast cancer and blood clots. So it kind of changed the way that people thought of hormones. I mean, yes, with anything that we give patients, of course, there are risks. But I think if you take it with what are your risk factors, like an individualized approach? What are your risk factors? What's your family history? How good are you about getting your annual screenings? You know, all that plays a role or a factor in what your risk can be for these hormones. And like I mentioned before, if you need them for a few years, like the systemic hormones, and then you ultimately are just on the vaginal estrogen therapy, you're still going to do great, you're still going to do fine. But what we do know is that hormone therapy overall for women that initiate it, like either within 10 years of menopause or less than 60, decreases the risk of mortality of cardiovascular disease. It also decrease, it's undeniable that it decreases the risk of osteoporosis or fractures. Mm. We don't want to give this therapy as a treatment for osteoporosis, but it can be a prevention. And then, um, obviously it decreases all the menopause symptoms and improves quality of life.
0: Well, you guys, there you have it. And Dr. like Montes, honestly, thank you so much. Thank you for your insight, like for everything, for your professionalism, for, I, I just, honestly, I'm really grateful. And you guys just go, as you, as you heard it here, you know, go to your gynecologist, your doctor, ask questions. Um, I'm always one to say, ask, um, and just go do your checkups, you know, your pap smears, all that good stuff, ladies and, and gentlemen too. Okay. So, um, what's your social real quick. If you could just plug in your, your social media,
3: it's at the.modern.muhed dot dot because we're modern is and we need to learn everything about our, about our health.
0: I love that by the way. I love that. Share this one, you guys, with your sister, with your cousin, with your friend, anyone that you love that is a woman. And a man. I always say, you know, share with the man too. He needs to know. Now we're shifting gears to our motivational Monday quote. And it is, today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. There it is, our motivational quote. Again, thank you guys for listening. Los quiero mucho. I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Besitos. Besitos. Advice on love, relationships, health, imas. I'm so excited to share with you that my Cheekies and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas sus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com/slash Cheekies and Chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Podcast and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and check us out on YouTube. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, Sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Si
2: tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como Enfermedad cardíaca Asma Diabetes. ¿Y tienes 19 años o más? 52. 36. 42. pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al one 213 552 visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20.
1: When you buy a new house, you might say, shut the front
3: door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now.
1: But you actually need to say